What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to uh, Action Packed Pod, episode 19. Lucky number 19 coming in hot. Uh, one away from 20, so that's a big milestone for us. Also, as you may notice when you clicked on this, there's a new cover art on Spotify and Apple Pods. I think it looks pretty sick. William thinks it looks pretty sick. We went through a couple of revisions with the guy and finally decided on that. So let us know what you think. But yeah, I mean, I think that's the one. That's exactly it. Encompasses everything. It doesn't look too cartoonish, and hopefully that'll make our brand stand out some. But without further ado, it's not teen. It's me. It's William. It's the Atlanta recap. Here we go. So, I mean, I don't know how to start the pod besides, I mean, let's just address the elephant in the room. That ending might be the best ending we get to see in our lifetime in this sport. That that might have been the best ending ever, is what, some, is what people are saying. Not me. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say ever, but some people, they're saying it, word on the street. I thought Blaney had him in real time. That was a electric. Yeah, I thought I thought Blaney won too until they played it back. I thought the twelve definitely had that. You know, and I haven't really Suarez. We hadn't really seen a lot of success out of him, so it was like crazy that he just won a race, like especially second race of the season, getting in on playoffs, just fighting for playoff points here for the rest of the season for the ninety nine team. But like that ending, like. I feel like just the ending itself overshadowed him winning it a little bit. Like I, I keep forgetting. I'm like, uh, I think about the ending and I think like, that's great. And all like, I get so invested in that ending and I'm like, Holy shit. Daniel Suarez won that race. Yeah. I mean, that is a good point. We hadn't seen a lot of Suarez. He's kind of a, from like the past couple of years, he's just been a road, he's a road course merchant, you know? That's all he kind of good at. That's all he's been good at. But if you would have told me ahead of time, if you would have said, look, Atlanta is going to be a three-way, or well, pretty much a three-way tie, I mean, a drag race to the end, and it's going to have Blaney and Bush and one other person, and you didn't tell me who that third person was, I would have never in a million years guess it would be Daniel Suarez to be that third link in the chain and especially to win it all. That's pretty crazy. But yeah. Trackhouse is uh Trackhouse is the team of ill shit. That's what I saw on Twitter. <laughs> they they yeah, said uh well it was a picture of SVG winning, a picture of Ross Chastain doing the Hell Melon and Daniel Suarez winning that three-way race and it said track house the team are doing ill shit i was like (laughs) they kind of (laughs) are i guess that's suarez's thing now whenever he wins he beats the shit out of that pinata (laughs) is that what he did i didn't see i didn't watch after i he was tearing the pinata apart i guess they both have their little thing we called it though uh, 
I mean, we told we yeah. told everybody Atlanta would be a good one. Yeah, and it wasn't, you know, for the it was pretty annoying, but uh, with the cautions and everything, which we'll get into, but um, the every you know, seeing that ending made it all worth it. And I'm glad, you know, how, how it all worked out for us, you know, just to tell a little bit story. I was telling you this earlier before we went live, but just to tell everyone else, I was in Nashville this weekend and had some stuff going on, um, like going to concerts and stuff over the, you know, past three days. Um, with that being said, I'm pretty worn out. But um, um, last night we were watching it at the um, – at the hotel we were staying at and we needed to go eat. And then we were probably going to head towards the venue and kind of find a place to kind of settle in and maybe have some drinks beforehand. And, um, uh, it was already five o'clock. Um, the show started at seven thirty, and I was like, all right, you ready to leave? And Sarah was like, it was when Truex was leading, but it was a caution. I think it might've been when potentially, um, Chase Elliott wrecked out for the final time. And, uh, and I was like, all right, let's leave now. And she said, well, don't you want to stay till the end? There's like 40 laps left. And I was like, no, now that we're getting to the end, we're going to have all these restarts and we're just going to keep re- like people are going to not be given anymore and it's going to be all take and they're just going to be wrecking. We're going to have like 10 cautions. I said, this, this race is going to be on for another hour. Sure enough, you know, an hour and 15 minutes later, I'm sitting in a bar in Nashville watching that ending. And I, act out. I was pretty, I was pretty pumped. It, you know, and that's one of those things, like just the excitement of that, like it's, it doesn't even matter who's racing there at the end. Like that's, that was just intense. And it was, it's what it's all about. I was studying all day and I had the race on. So I, I had it on all the whole race, but I didn't really pay attention to stage one and stage two. And then I pre- I watched pretty much all of stage three, but I was like reading with and just kind of listening to it. I thought, you know, I thought Truex had it. I mean, I really did there at the end. And he was in contention until like four to go or, or yeah, three to go. Out. He got bumped out late in the race. He, he definitely had a car worthy. Um, I was definitely getting those vibes too. Um, shout out to Todd Gillen too, because he was a big factor in the race. I thought that, that was probably his best race he's ever run in the Cup Series. Yeah, so shout out to him. I wanted to. Uh, I meant but, to say something about that earlier, but I mean, where the hell did Todd Gillen come from? And that's a guy that we've had interactions with on social media. But I yeah. mean, he what he led x amount of laps at Daytona, then comes out and leads more laps than. Well, I don't know. Yeah, at the end of the at the end of the race, he probably didn't. But when in stage two, when he was leading laps, he had led more laps than any other driver at Atlanta like that day. And yeah. and then McDowell wins the pole and comes in second at Daytona. I mean, front row motorsports, kudos to y'all. I mean, they're doing a great job so far. So I I think this year is going to be a really good year from what we've seen the past two weeks. I'm excited. Yeah. Um... Going back to Truex, when they were going, that was fun watching watching Truex and Gilliland kind of go back and forth there before the the Chase Elliott caution. Um, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but there was like a string of like 10 to 15 laps where like 
Truex would lead one, the Gillen would come back into the lead and lead one, and then they were just trading blows, like switching lanes and just dodging and weaving in and out. I thought that was really cool. Um, I didn't realize this, but Todd Gillen's like super, super young too. Like he's he's like 23, 24 years old. He's your age. I didn't know so. that. I thought he yeah. would be like Christopher Bell's age, like 28 or 29. But I, I do know what you're talking about, and I know what caution you're talking about too when y'all left because it was that one that's like you could stay out and risk it, but you could also like pit to try to get yourself in position to win it if if you know everybody yeah. else pits. But uh, that's like one of those things. Like Truex, I feel like he's always in one of those positions, and it always he always gets screwed. If there's ever a position yeah. like that where it's stay out and gamble or come in and pit, he always gets screwed. But he actually came off pit road uh, in the lead again. So he actually didn't get screwed that time, surprisingly. Rare, rare, rare James Small W. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, that Chase Elliott caution was brought to you by none other than Suarez's teammate, Ross Chastain, which I thought was kind of funny. Eddie didn't like Chastain. Uh Pushing Elliot, I don't know if you got the chance to listen to his pod today, but um, he was pissed that that um, Chastain did that. He was defending Elliot, his arch nemesis. But uh, good on good on Chastain. Like I said, whether you know, obviously Tanner likes it now, but like I still I still enjoy rooting against it. But I think it's necessary like i want it to happen because it makes good content yeah i don't know Um, i don't know why but just i like i've started to like chastain more and i've kind of started to like blaney less i don't like hate blaney i don't root against him but i don't know i i don't know what it is i've just kind of started to like be like eh. he's just won a championship now we're ready to move on see some other people yeah maybe, maybe that's what it is but I do I do have a funny story to tell you or something I wanted to share on the pod. But actually, before we get to that, I want to talk about all those all those cautions because, dude, poor Christopher Bell, man. I mean, day day was over before it started. Lap three, Austin Dillon causes a big one. Well, you know, you know they what caused it was they were checking up, checking up, checking up, and Trix was was behind. Yeah, and just read the front front fender right into the ass of three car and spun about. And then it, it was it, they were listening to the radioactive of of Austin Dillon and Dillon was getting pissed at Truex. And I mean, that's just race. That's what happens when you check up at at a drafting track. I mean, it's not like Truex could see what was going on. Track's only big enough for one Bass Pro car, anyway. That's right. No, Gregson, he got screwed too. Um, Josh Williams, or yeah, I think he got screwed. Josh Williams, uh, you'll have to fact check me on that, guys. But Josh Williams came out and he was kind of pissed. I don't know if you heard what he said, uh, but he came out and they were asking him about the race. And he goes, I just hope next race is somewhere where talent actually means something. Because <laughs> he, got, he got jumped early on too, but. People were kind of not liking that comment just because he hadn't really proved himself in the Cup Series yet. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, I like the cautions towards the end. I can deal with that. It's just like lap three, Dylan spins out and half of the field crashes with them. I mean, obviously the majority of them went, were able to get back into the race, but, but, um, um, you know, I just, first off that they said they were going to go racing at one thirty. Well, the flag didn't drop till, 240 something so that i was already like getting pissed off because i had shit to do that night and then lap three or whenever it was they spit out go into another college and i'm just like oh my god we're not get this shit rolling man. and then all the pit um, road stuff uh i'm not really complaining i don't really think it's a stupid rule because it's just how you have to enter pit road at atlanta but i mean damn like the spotter's got to tell the driver something because you had drivers blowing it down to 45 miles an hour when you could go 90 on pit road in the corner and just getting ran over. Like, uh, I don't know who it was, but it's end of stage two, beginning of stage three. I think Michael McDowell was involved. Uh, They got just ran over in pit road. Somebody was going too slow. I don't know what all that was about, but that was was a couple yellow flags because of that. Two former teammates wreck each other, or really just just Bush and wrecked. You know, Denny Hamlin got the shit end of that, but but I mean that was a mistake on both their parts. I think one was trying to go up and one was trying to go down, and they weren't really paying attention. Um, and Denny, you know, got the shaft on that. Speaking of people that constantly. Just got roughed up all day. Was the number eleven and the number nine? Dude, <laughs> I was, yeah. it's amazing. Like, like Chase Elliott did after late the race, like with like ten to go. But it's a miracle that he even got to that point. Like he had he had gaff tape all over his car. There was only like three or four cars that weren't involved in an accident all day. I mean that that's yeah. crazy. That. Yeah. That's That'll that is the off. definition of sending cars back, or sending whatever Tony Stewart said, sending every car back to the garage with a hundred thousand dollars worth in repairs. Right. Uh, uh, but yeah, no. The story I wanted to talk about or share was uh, so like we're getting ready to apply for summer jobs and stuff, and my buddy in class was talking to me, and I was asking him what he wanted to do. And he asked me what I want to do. And I was like, uh, you know, I, I don't really know like exactly. I'm applying kind of all over the place, but there, I mean, I, and then I was like, it would be super cool. And I was like, dude, and you're going to think I'm a redneck. That's fine. Like this is really showing my redneck. So I was like, I'm a huge NASCAR fan. Like it'd be cool to be a legal intern with NASCAR. And so that was like a couple of weeks ago. Anyways, we're in class today and we're just sitting there. Uh, one class in and one was about to start. And he was like, oh, dude, I meant to tell you, uh, one of my like best friends, his cousin races in NASCAR. I was like, okay, cool. And like, I was like, who is it? Because I, I just, I don't know. I was like, he's just going to say some Xfinity driver or truck driver. It's going to be cool. Like, no big deal, whatever. Like, because you don't expect someone to like tell you a big name. And he goes, uh, Byron. I think his name's William Byron. And I was like, holy f- shit dude and like, i got excited i was like telling him everything i was like he's good 
I was like, he's like really good. He's really good. I was like, do you know who that is? He goes, yeah, I mean, I know who he is kind of just because like he's told me about him before. And I was like, dude, like that's a future NASCAR Cup Series champion. Like he's good. Like, he's like, he, he just won the Daytona 500. Yeah, that's what I, I was like. He won Daytona last week. He's like, really? I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, he started on a sim. And then like the couple of guys sitting beside me started talking about it. And I was like, yeah, he started on a simulator. And now he races in the Cup Series. But I was so, not expecting him to say William Byron. So this is his friend's cousin? Yeah, like his like one of his buddy's cousins. Hmm. I was like, dang. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you don't expect like I mean he's one of like the top athletes in the sport. So it'd be like somebody being like, Yeah, my my cousin's a basketball or my my buddy's cousin like plays football and you're like, Oh, who is it? And they're like I think his name's Josh Allen. Plays for the Bills. Like, you don't expect somebody to drop a superstar on you. Thought he was gonna say just some Joe Blow in the Truck series. Yeah, I think his name's Patrick Mahomey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's 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 wild. I was like visibly shocked. I was like, I kind of laughed. I was like. <laughs> I'm not really a Byron fan, but that's actually really cool. And then I kind of explained, I was like, dude, he races for Hendrick, and they're like pretty much the best team. I, I was like, it's really them, Penske, and Joe Gibbs. I'm a Joe Gibbs fan, but Hendrick's probably cream of the crop. And we just talked about it for a while, but yeah, that, that was cool. But moving next week, what, eyes are set on Vegas? We're rolling the dice. Vegas. Last year, Vegas wasn't a bad race. Last year, James Small actually didn't piss me off because he they stayed out, and I respected the gamble. Obviously, didn't pay off for them, but uh, you know, early in the year, you can do that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, Byron won it last year, but Trux is usually pretty good on at Vegas. Um, but two Hendrick cars have won it two times in a row now. Um, two years ago, it was Bowman. Last year, it was Byron. We'll see. Um, should be a good race. This will actually be my first race where I can just sit in the comfort of my own home and do nothing but watch it and not worry about anything. Um, so that's good. Because the well, I guess the class was like that too, but it was just weird how I didn't know they were racing until like an hour before. And then, oh I, yeah, because they raced like, early. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's yeah. So it was kind of a weird circumstance. But uh, Daytona was working, got rained out Sunday, and then I had to watch it on my phone at work. Um, been obviously yesterday have been in Nashville doing some shit. You know, I, I this is worth telling too. I told Tanner we text back and forth quite frequently through the races, and I was watching it on, you know, on the satellite, you know, on on television. So so it was you know, it was coming in and basically real time compared with everyone else. And then I was like, all right, so I'm having to switch to my phone now. So if you're going to text me, like, wait 30, sec- 30, to, so 30 seconds to like a minute. That way we can get past the delay. 
And I, I told you to do that because I'm on YouTube TV at my apartment. We don't have like just cable television. So, so I have to watch it on my subscription through YouTube TV. And it so so my Internet here. So that's why we always break up all the time now is because the Internet that we have is trash. And so through like the races, like if or if I'm watching like a game of any sorts or just television in general on YouTube TV, it'll like buffer like YouTube does a lot of the times and it'll like 15 seconds will go by or whatever. So by the end of the race, I'm backed up by at least two minutes. And so like with. So last week when I was watching it and they were three wide for like 10 minutes and you just knew something was going on. I kept, I kept telling Sarah, I was like, I was like, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And like two minutes before the big, what happened, my phone started going off and I started seeing my dad's name and your name. And I was like, (laughs) something something just happened. Like, I'm not going to read it yet, but something definitely just happened because I'm getting blown up by my dad and Tanner right now. And then it happened. Yeah, and then, sure enough, two laps later, half the field gets fucked. <laughs> so now, so now I'm always, so now whenever I'm, I guess, I guess just always, just be aware of that whenever you're texting me. Sounds good. I won't ever spoil anything. Uh I would enjoy to not see a Chevrolet in victory lane come Sunday, but it's hard to prevent that. I would also like to see the Toyotas to at least attempt to work together for once. That'd be nice. It's just it's just because there's not that many in the field. Like with with Chevy, you have, I mean, or well, I guess Ford is a better example because I can think of off the top of my head, but like front row motorsports. Penske, RFK, like you, and then like, uh, is Rick Ware racing in a Ford? Or are they in shit? They're in Ford, I think maybe. So it's like you have all these small teams that can kind of group up. So you might have like Brad, Joey, and Todd Gillen all together working together, even though they're on different teams. They're all four. So it just seems like it's easier for them to link up because they have more numbers. And Toyota just doesn't have that many numbers, but it's still disheartening to see how we can't ever get them linked up well it's it seems like the past two weeks too like half of the toyotas just get wrecked out like in stage one so you know true or christopher bell um got wrecked out and then john hunter nemechek past two weeks is dnf i believe then eric jones as well um so that already in stage one you're only down to three toyotas or you know more than that like four or five but but still at four or five toyotas compared to 12 chevys and then 12 fords it's just crazy yeah something's gonna have to happen because i mean there i don't know what stage it was but truex was getting so i mean surrounded by I guess it was at the end of stage two, maybe, or maybe mm-hmm. get, but it was that meme I sent you. Yeah. But, but Truex was getting just killed by Penske and Ford. I mean, they were just gangbanging him <laughs> for lack of better terms, you know? But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, what it's whatever. That was a fine race and, and, and Truex did, did all right. And he got some stage points in stage two. So 
But it's one of those things. Moving on to Vegas. Should be a good race. I don't know who I'm picking yet, but it should be a good race. See how it's an intermediate track. I'm going to look up how big the track is. Just to to recap, everybody, we're two races in, and the playoff picture right now is you got two guys locked in. So Byron and Suarez, no matter what, will be in the round of 16 unless, you know, 17 drivers win, which won't happen. But if that happens, then they go by points. But that that won't happen. uh, Not tricks. Suarez and Byron are locked in. So you'll see the 24 and 99, and that is not a combination of cars I would have ever bet on to be one and two of the winners of the first two races. More so because the 99. Yeah, more so because the 99, but still. Yeah, tri-oval, mile and a half. Um, I mean, just some favorites. I think of Bowman, I think of Byron. Think of the Hendrick cars. Truex usually runs well there out of the Toyotas. Um, also, Joey Logano has been great the past two races. He's just always just wrecked, you know, got caught up in other people's shit and just got wrecked. Um, yeah. He was good on intermediates, so I would be looking at him as well. Um, but uh, Bush. Kyle Busch. I mean, those are guys, too, that are going to run well anywhere. You know, they, they've just been doing everything for so long now. They're going to run well no matter what. Um, or have the opportunity, you know, will have the opportunity to run well no matter what. Um, but, uh, but yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's all I've got for Vegas. I mean, it's kind of always hard to preview a track because, like, I'm not I'm not a track guy. Like I'm not like we said, we're not statistical NASCAR nerds. You know, we're not gonna be able to tell you how the grooves are at the track. We're not gonna tell you the degrees of banking. It's just our initial thoughts and that's it. But looks like it's gonna be a short episode today. We'll kick it to final thoughts. You got anything for us to close this episode out, William? Um those that are tuned in that didn't watch the race, y'all missed out. That was the best finish I've ever seen live in person. That will go down in NASCAR lore. And, uh, yeah, y'all missed out. 99-1, um, probably out of the three with the photo finish. That would have been, for what it's worth, I guess I would have liked to see Suarez win over Bush or um, Blaney. But, you know, the grand scheme of things, all three of them could have won. and. I would have still been excited over it. Um, yeah, that was a great race. Looking forward to Vegas. Two weeks from now, we'll be together watching uh, Phoenix. Uh, so so um, we need to figure out something special to do there. Yeah, my final thought is I just hope that Phoenix it has just – some kind of, you know, I'm not asking for a for a duplicate of Atlanta, but I want Phoenix since we're going to be together and we're going to have some guys with us, we're going to be having a good time. I want Phoenix to to show out, especially for the guys with us that may not watch the sport. That'll, that'll get them hooked if we can have just a slimmer of that Atlanta magic sprinkled in Arizona that weekend. That would be that'd be pretty good. Also, guys, uh like we always say, you can call into the pod, 
it's fun. I promise it's fun leaving voicemails. I've done it on other pods. It's fun getting to hear the host react to your messages. And it's fun for us because y'all just say some funny shit sometimes. And sometimes y'all do some like real questions that are fun to answer. But like, honestly, just whatever you want to send in, send it in. We'll play it as long as it's not, you know, like that crazy. But give us a call. 502-627-0022. 502-627-0022. We'll play it on the pod. And as always, if you're shy, you don't want your voice out there for whatever reason, you can, you can always just email us under cautionpod at gmail.com. I'll just read it and we'll react to it. All right. And then that wraps on up. Vegas. Huh? Said on to Vegas. On to Vegas. Wraps up the second race. It's going to be a damn good year. Like I'm I'm actually really excited. I'm not just saying that. Like I think it it is starting out strong. I mean, this is what NASCAR needed. People are talking about it. It's all over Twitter. People that don't even post about NASCAR posting about it. People are looking at us. It's fun. It's exciting. It's going to be a good year. That was me. That was William. It was lucky episode number 19. And we'll see y'all next week for episode 20 after Vegas.